how watching shows with your family is like raising kids. Hey, quick word of thanks to MP Cavalier for that opening theme. I like it. Mm -hmm. uh, this time around, we're going to talk about watching shows with your family. How is that similar to raising kids? Um, so we're going to start out just kind of talking about how different people watch different shows. Paul's no pause policy when watching movies. You can pause when you're watching a show, but not when you're watching movies. Yeah, that's right. Uh, you'll get our thoughts on The Last of Us, just like everybody else in the world. We're going to cover <laughs> The Last of Us. There may, there, mm, we kind of avoided spoilers, but there are some. There's at least one major spoiler. So if you haven't watched at least through episode three, uh, tread at your own risk. We take a little uh, tangent and talk about Shit's Creek a little bit because we couldn't help it. And we, I guarantee you, you will hear the only instance of somebody comparing John Wick to the last of us and john wick comes out on top uh we go through the structure of modern television shows and paul's best summary of what uh episode three of the last of us is uh stick around to the end because that's we will tell you what does this have to do with being a dad this is better off dad with paul and steve We're trying to do the right thing when things are hard you know what's hard <laughs> watching that? trying to watch shows with the family you know back in the mm -hmm. day like the shows came on this is for you for you little leaguers out there shows came on at a certain time of the day mm -hmm. and the week like whatever it was friends seinfeld all that thursday night stuff mm -hmm. like if you're all gonna watch it together y'all had to get together and watch it together right mm -hmm. you could it wasn't like uh hey what episode are you on or anything like that right it was the next episode's coming out. Everybody had to get together and watch it. Yep. Um, now, or as the boomers like to say, nowadays. Now, nowadays. <laughs> now it's streaming, and a lot of times, depending on the streaming service, sometimes they'll they'll drop the entire season in one go. Mm -hmm. Netflix is fond of that. Yeah. And so everybody can be a different and everybody's got their own device. Like it's not just one TV. Everybody's got a device. They could be watching it when they're doing other mm -hmm. things, whatever. Everybody's at a different point. And so it becomes more difficult to say, hey, let's, we should watch this because it's good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The most recent example of that is uh, The Last of Us. Everybody else is talking about it. So I figured, why, why shouldn't we also talk about it? <laughs> <laughs> all, all our friends are doing it. So all our friends are doing. It. It's a very popular show. It's on HBO Max. For those of you that want to pay the extra, or whatever. I did discover recently. I've been paying like sixteen dollars a month. All I had to do is click the no ads piece, and now I'm paying like nine or ten dollars a month. Yeah. And they just play an ad at the beginning. It's not like they yes. interrupt. I haven't seen them interrupt the shows. 
with ads. Yeah, but. Hulu will interrupt your show with that, but but Max doesn't. Which is fine because you know I gotta go pee. I got. I mean, when else am I gonna go pee if if not for the ads? Well, I don't <laughs> mind. I don't mind the ad thing when I'm watching a show. Yeah. But if I'm watching a movie, I have I have this no pause policy <laughs> when it comes to movies, and especially if it's a movie that, that is the first time like either I've seen it or we whoever's watching it have seen it. I have a no pause policy. It's like you gotta like go. I think this is going to be expository. Boom. And you're out <laughs> and you run, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Generally, if we're watching a show around here, we've all already seen it 14 times. So it really <laughs> doesn't matter that much. Pause it, don't pause it. Ads, no ads. It doesn't matter. We're all doing other things anyway. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, which leads me to the point about everybody watches shows differently. Um, mm-hmm. Some people like to do other stuff while the show's going on. You know, some people like to just, Pay attention to the show. We got people in my organization who like to pause the show to talk about what just happened and then re-unpause it when you're done talking to them. You might as well be making reaction videos. <laughs> exactly. That's it. We should set up a camera in the in the living room and just every show we watch is a reaction video. <laughs> You'd be surprised how well that would probably do. Well, we used to say that back in the day. When we were, we used to say we wish there was a way we could record when we get together as as a friend group because mm-hmm. all sorts of funny stuff would happen. And uh, I was the only one that made the point, like, if we did that, nobody would laugh because it's only funny to us because of the context <laughs> that we're in. And half yeah. of us are high on weed cigarettes. <laughs> so, <laughs> okay, so we're going to talk about Last of Us. Spoiler alert. Uh, don't know if we're going to give out spoilers, but it's certainly possible. So if you, yeah, uh, through episode three, because I'm only through episode three, so I don't want anything spoiled for me. So let's not get into episode four. Oh, okay. Does HBO Max have they dropped all the episodes, or is this they drop one a week? How do they do it? Yeah, it's it's weekly. I believe okay. it drops Friday Fridays. The new episodes come out. Okay, so as of right now, when we're recording this, we're we're in early February. Only through episode four have been released yeah. at this point? Yeah. Okay. Huh. So I might be able to get caught up here. Yeah. But here's the thing. <laughs> like, I want my family to watch it now, mainly because of episode three. Mm-hmm. Um, which, I, you, you Everybody know. Everybody knows it, about episode three, Steve. I'm pretty sure you, we can talk about it. Uh, yeah, but you know how it was. I started yeah. watching this damn thing, episode mm-hmm. one, and... I didn't like the way they did it. And I don't know, maybe when I go back and watch it, maybe maybe I'll be fine with it. But I was not happy because mm-hmm. they they and after after getting through three episodes, maybe I maybe I am starting to catch on to what they're doing here. But episode 1 starts focusing on this little girl and her world. Like what her world's like, you know, her relationship with her dad, or a guy who I assumed was her dad mm-hmm. and this other dude. And then, you know, like, it's all about her. Like, okay. I'm, I'm like, all right, new show. First episode. I get it. This is going to be the main character. A lot yeah. is going to focus on this person. So I can go ahead and get invested in this person. Right. I, I have an idea that this show has something to do with a fungus that gets out of control, causes mayhem and apocalypse. Well, I got that part. 
this is the person we're going to see how she handles it. Right. Right. 30 minutes into the first episode, <laughs> first major spoiler alert, she gets killed. Yeah. And I'm like, well, I turned it off. I was like, well, I'm not doing this. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't care about her. The guy that survives Pedro Pascal, is that his name? Yeah. I'm like, I don't care about him. I haven't invested in him. I've done nothing. I've I've invested 30 minutes of my life and you killed the only character that you got me to care about in those 30 minutes. So what am I supposed to think you're going to do with the rest of this show? Like, it's just going to be a show where you get me invested in a character and then they die. Right. Like, like the zone, you know? Yeah. <laughs> interested in a character. Oh, he's dead. Oh, yeah, he's dead. But even with the zone, they still had their core set of characters, right? So a lot of people complain, oh, you killed my favorite character. But there's a there's a thing where you get your core characters that you care about. And those are the ones that kind of they're the ones that, you know, aren't going to die. And if they do die, you know, the show is going off in a completely different direction. But you already trust the writers and you trust the showrunners. You trust the producers like, OK, they know what they're doing. They got me this far. I'll go, even if you kill off Rick Grimes in The Walking Dead, like, <laughs> okay, fine, but I'm with you. Now, with The Walking Dead, I'm, I wasn't with them. <laughs> That's just an example. Yeah. Right. I was out, I was out by, by season one. When Michael Scott left the office, right? I was mm-hmm. like, That's okay. I, there's all these other characters I like, and I trust them. They've gotten me this far. I trust them. Mm-hmm. But with this show, there was no relationship. I had no relationship with the show. I had a relationship with this. All right, I'm not going to say that. I had no relationship with the show. I had invested in this character. Man, with deep fakes and AI and everything else going on these days, I don't want a clip out there of me saying those words. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. So I was out. All right. Mm-hmm. So then you keep, <laughs> you keep messaging me like, oh, this Maybe give it a chance. Maybe, you know, and I admitted up front, I said, this could be a Shit's Creek situation because the beginning is Shit's Creek. The first half of episode, first episode, yeah. I was like, stupid, dumb, not going to oh, like man, it, I, hate the characters, can't do it. It took me right? forever because I watched the, the first episode of Shit's Creek a long time ago, mm-hmm. absolutely hated the characters and was out. And then all you're all the time talking about, I'm like, ah, fine, all right. <laughs> so I muddled through episode one, and I'm like, oh, I see what they're doing here. Yeah. <laughs> these characters are actually going to evolve. It's not <laughs> yeah. 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 We're we're looking at an arc here. <laughs> this, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And if it weren't for if if anyone if any of our listeners or watchers likes Shit's Creek, let us know in the comments. Oh, yeah, down there. And if you don't like it, don't let us know in the comments. Why are you even here? <laughs> if it were, I think Stevie was the, like, like maybe even they talked about this. Like, nobody's going to come watch any more episodes if we don't have a Stevie. <laughs> yeah. People will be like, okay, I like the Stevie person. Yeah. And I did hear, this isn't, this is a, this is a um, episode about shows. Um, <laughs> not about Shit's Creek, but. Uh, I did read an interesting take that every main character in Shit's Creek, meaning the the Rose family, mm-hmm. um, every Rose family member, we'll put it that way, 
had a counterpart that they it was almost like their the their story arc you know starts from point a to point b and they mm-hmm. each met a character who would end up kind of being like their point b mm-hmm. you know and and like if you look at moira and not end up being their point b but there would be they would form a foundation on yeah. which they could build toward a point b right mm-hmm. like moira and um Roland's wife. What's her name? <laughs> Jocelyn. Yeah. So Jocelyn. Moira and Jocelyn, right? They seem opposite, right? But they're mm-hmm. both from a small town. They both like enjoy the arts and mm-hmm. they both want more for themselves and others in their mm-hmm. in stuff, you know. You look at Johnny and Roland. Roland's like a poor version of Johnny. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know. Just it's just interesting to me. Yeah. Um Stevie and David. So we get yes. to, so you say enough to make me convinced that, okay, I'll give it another shot. Um, I get through episode one mm-hmm. and I'm just like, okay, I gave it another shot. <laughs> I don't know what, I don't care about anything. I don't care about anybody. I don't know. <laughs> it wasn't that mm-hmm. I was confused or anything. I was just like, I just, yeah, it's not going anywhere, you know? Um, so then episode two actually is where I kind of started to get hooked because I really liked what they did with episode two. Mm-hmm. Um, and then of course, and then actually before I saw episode two, one of my favorite authors posted that he believed episode three was the best episode of television ever of any show of any kind. And I was like, I don't know if I'll end up agreeing with that, but if this guy is saying that, even if yeah. he's being hyperbolic, uh, yeah. I at least got to give it a shot. Yeah. My best friend and my favorite author are out there saying it's a great show. So, so of course, I had to watch episode two. Episode two, for me, was awesome. I loved it. Mm-hmm. Episode three is just, could have been its own movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it literally was its own movie. The thing with me with that was, like with the whole thing so far was, and I kept telling you in my messages that, it's not that it's a great show. It's just so well done. You know, we've had we, we've had all these apocalypse, post-apocalypse shows, all these post-apocalypse movies. This is like just a much better version of all of them. The the writing the writing's better, the acting's better, the the money <laughs> to make the show <laughs> is better. And so, I mean, I'm in it till it till it pulls a walking dead and gets stupid so and i know and i know they took the idea from the game but the, mm-hmm. the there's a for those that don't know there's a game called the last of us that a lot of people <laughs> the five, like the five people out there who don't know about the game <laughs> it's huge <laughs> until recently okay. it was six people <laughs> well that's why <laughs> that's why the, the beginning the beginning didn't bother me because i knew what the game was basically i knew what the game was so i knew that wasn't going to be the character and i think the reason why they did what they did is the same reason they did what they did with episode three which episode three doesn't actually take place in the game it's alluded to through all kind of like clues and notes and stuff that uh, the main character finds they decided to build this whole story based on backstory that's in the game now i don't know maybe maybe there's a 
beginning of the game where you find out what happens to the daughter or whether that's just implied within the game. But I was just like, well, I, I, I know where this is going. So, um, and I think the reason why maybe we're getting ahead of where you were headed, but I think the reason why they did that, the reason why they focused so hard on her and not him is they, they got you so invested in this kid because this kid is Pedro Pascal's whole world. And they took that away from him, just like they take it away from us. That's, that's why I think they did it that way. Which I, you know, I figured that, um, and maybe I'm just, it's totally probably not fair just cause I'm comparing it to other shows and stuff. But yeah. the way I've seen other shows do that is they will focus on the character that's going to survive mm-hmm. and they will show you how important that relationship is, you know, mm-hmm. and, um, sort of like, okay, another sort of heady, uh, artistic drama um john wick sort of how they did it there you know it where they didn't like they didn't spend 20 minutes at the beginning of john wick getting us uh like attached to his wife and attached to Mm -hmm. his dog and falling in love with the two of them and going oh this is gonna be a great show about this dog and this this woman oh she has a husband who's kind of like into some shady stuff okay whatever Maybe we'll, he'll be a side character or whatever. And then the dog and the woman die. And we're like, oh, no, the dog and the woman died. And this guy comes along. And he's like, no, I'm going to avenge the death, you know. All right. Comparing The Last of Us to John Wick, I believe I'm the first to do that. <laughs> I realize I wasn't. <laughs> I'm not usually the first. but <laughs> You folks out on the comment. If Steve is, in fact, the first person to do that, let us know. If not, let us know who did. Not only did I compare John Wick in The Last of Us, but I could I did it in such a way as to say the writers of John Wick were better than the writers of The Last of Us. I guarantee nobody else is going to do that. <laughs> I, 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 I I do love my John Wick movies, so I can't, I'm not gonna, I'm not going to compare the two. I'm still optimistically hesitant about The Last of Us. Yeah, yeah. I mean, who knows? You know, we'll see. We'll see. Like with everything else, we'll see. The, um, I don't know if they can keep it up. You know, it's just like standalone movie after standalone movie, right? They, it, it depends on how long they make the series is because I think one of, to the, one of the Walking Dead's biggest problems was it was attached to AMC and AMC has this idea because old people watch AMC that they think that seasons have to be like 27 episodes long. Like mm-hmm. I was, I've recently started rewatching Barney Miller and there's like 110 episodes per season on, on shows like that. Mm-hmm. Well, Walking Dead would make these, like, I don't know how the hell long full season, probably 18 episodes. Yeah. I may be wrong. A third of those would be fillers. Yeah. We don't need filler episodes anymore. If you're going to make a six, eight, not even a nine episode season, which we're all fine with. Because then that means you can you can compact the story into a smaller chunk, no filler, all thriller, and the production cost then is smaller than a full than like the the old days, which means you can then go on and bump that cost into the next season. So 
if they keep the season short and if it follows some sort of three act structure mm-hmm. where something I mean, it, it got picked up for season two, which inevitably means there will be a third season. But something has to happen significant, not just a who shot JR cliffhanger, but something significant has to happen at the end of this for me to move forward to season two. That's just how I am anymore. If, if everything seems, if I get the sniff that everything's going to get reset, I'm done. Yeah. Well, they've got the good, I mean, they're off to a good start. You know, they've mm-hmm. used some of the most straightforward MacGuffin style writing they could. Yeah. Got got to get the battery, right? Now he's got yep. the battery, got to get to his brother. Uh-huh. You know, once he gets to his brother. So now we know the next one's probably going to be some road trip. You know, well, that, that's the beauty of that. That was the beauty of episode three. Yeah. Is this, I, I think, the, I think the term is subvert expectations where you know, th- th- is what this show's doing because you're like, all right, we got to get the battery, and then st- then p- point B, point C, point all the, and then we get to Wyoming or wherever the hell the the battery is, and so on and so forth. But <laughs> three episodes in, they're like, time out. <laughs> We're gonna make you cry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you cried since your your dog died when you were eleven. <laughs> that this is how hard you're going to cry. And it's going to be a beautiful kind of cry. That's the other thing. It was the kind of cry where you're like not crying. It's just so well done. You know, the heart, the heart in it was just like, and the, and the characters they chose, the people they chose to play the characters, you know, just uh, makes you care deeply about them. And then it gets to the end and you're like, life well lived. It's kind of like when your 98-year-old grandpa dies. You know, you're like, yeah. I'm sad because I'm going to miss my grandpa. But, man, the dude lived a long, good, long life, you know. Do you remember Do you remember the movie Up? Yeah. All right. Me and Arlo were talking about it after the after episode three, after I watched episode three. <laughs> my words were to her was, it was a full-length, post-apocalyptic, gay first 10 minutes of Up. And she's like, yes, that's exactly what it was. So I want my family to see episode three. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I've I've gone back and forth. Should I uh, should I just have them watch episode three or do they need to watch the first two episodes? And I'm like, they kind of got to watch the first two episodes. Because yeah. even though it could be standalone, if you don't really know who yeah. Joel and Tess are and who the who the it is and all this stuff Mm -hmm. it's kind of like it it loses a little something i think it would still be impactful but i think it loses a little something yes that having been said i uh watching shows that i've already seen i okay and this is a me problem by the way but and and we're only i don't know how many minutes we are into this episode but um we're finally going to get to the what does this have to do with being a dad (laughs) (laughs) I really, you know what we need. We need MP needs to make us a little thing. What does this have to do with being a dad? Yeah. <laughs> you hear that, MP? MP yeah. Cavalier, author, the uh, creator of the opening theme, by the way. Thank you very much. <laughs> Thank you, sir. This is so my kids watched Breaking Bad and then Better Call Saul, which, by the way, I don't, have you seen Better Call Saul? No, no. Spoiler alert. Have you seen Breaking Bad? 
uh, like the first season. Okay. I'm not a big drama. I'm not a big drama person. So you, I think I think you should give Better Call Saul a shot. Just mm-hmm. and I'll just say this: I saw Breaking Bad. We loved it. We watched it. It, it was yeah. back when we still watch shows on a regular basis, mm-hmm. and we liked it. Right. Mm-hmm. And when I first heard of Better Call Saul, I was like, Can I have a whole? Because he's a bit character. He's just like a. Yeah, it's just a bit character in, in Breaking Bad, right? The the yeah. Saul Goodman, the lawyer. Like, how am I going to have a whole thing just on this guy? Speaking of heart and humor and just, it's just like so much better than Breaking Bad. Mm. The only reason I was like, yeah, go ahead and watch Breaking Bad to my kids was so that it makes better Saul, call Saul a little better for you if you know the character, mm. the background and stuff. Anyway, it's mm. a great show. So my son and I, are, he's just starting it. We're watching... The first the first episode. Here's my problem with watching a show with somebody when I've seen it before. It's two problems, actually. <laughs> Different people. So he's a pauser. He likes to pause oh, and talk a, about that's it. That's his generation. <laughs> he likes kids to pause, days. which we do that when we're watching streamers and stuff on YouTube or whatever, you know, yeah. Uh, yeah. Blo- uh, vloggers and whatever, whatever they're called, influencers, whatever they're called these days, these YouTube people. YouTube. Um, he does that too. Like he'll pause it and he'll be like, here's the thing about that. I think I was telling you about this. And it's like, yeah, yeah you did. Max and we and t- we'll talk, 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 yeah. talk. Okay. Restart. So he does that mm-hmm. with shows too. Right. Which drives me crazy, but I, I get it. <laughs> the other thing he does is he does other things while the show's playing. Again, that's their generation. That, that's not me being the old man yelling at clouds thing. When I say that's ge- yeah. their generation, their generation is so much better at, multitasking than we ever were yeah and it also depending on like because like, like, max is the same way but i've noticed he's following along he's not just like because he'll be over here on his phone like uh, working on one of his designs and like i'll pause it for you know for whatever just to kind of see if he's paying attention and i'll bring up what we what, what we just saw and He's a hundred percent following along. He's just he can focus. He can multitask like that. So I just let him. So I'm not sure we have a choice in terms of letting them versus not letting them. <laughs> um, well, I mean, you could just know, choose not to watch stuff with them. That's so. That's so the that's thing. the and that's the point I was I was getting at is people do things differently. Your kids will do things differently than you're used to them yeah. doing, and um, you can choose not to engage and you can just be like, Oh, I don't want to do that. I'm not, you know, participating because you don't do it the way I would do it. Or you, or you can meet them where they are and -hmm. you can engage with them on a, in on mutual ground. Right. It doesn't have to be a hundred percent. I'm not, I'm not saying, cause we kind of joked about this the other day when, what was it? You can simultaneously uh, piss off, several groups of people at the same time if you say something like you know when people say they're best friends with their kids um i hate that and you can piss off several groups of people because you could go or i could go when somebody says they're best friends with their kids my my main reaction is they don't they don't really know what a best friend is and they don't know what what a parent-child relationship is they don't understand (laughs) parent-child relations or they don't understand words so it sounds really boomery to say that, you know, um, but I'm not saying it from a boomer perspective. I'm saying it from a, 
perspective that you're you you will tell your best friends things that you shouldn't tell your children. <laughs> yeah, like the beginning before we started recording, for instance. For <laughs> for example, <laughs> your children will tell their best friends things that you, under no circumstance, want them telling you. <laughs> for example, the beginning of the, the before we started recording. <clears throat> and uh, but anyway, that's another show. So this was me trying to decide whether to watch episode four. Before I got my family caught up, because I was like, if I was about to say, and I was typing this to you, I hate it when I've already seen a show and I'm watching it with somebody else, especially somebody who doesn't really pay that much attention and they get lost easily. Mm -hmm. My son's nothing like Max. If he's doing something else, he will get lost. He'll be like, who's that guy? And it'll be like, they just said who that guy is five minutes ago. Oh, I'm sorry. I wasn't paying attention. So complete opposite. Uh, in terms of that and so um that's where i was like do i really want to go down that path or do i want to be watching it for the first time so that my answer can be i don't know i'm just now watching it for the first time and ultimately it doesn't matter right yeah because they will ask questions so think about life in general your kids are going through things you went through right Mm -hmm. and they're not going through them in the same way you went through them they're experiencing (laughs) it differently Right. Yeah. It may look similar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it may be like, oh, yeah, I don't, don't go down that path because I went down that path and it, yeah. it wasn't a good path to go down. Right. Or whatever. Mm-hmm. Or they may come and ask you questions that you think you're this age and you don't know that already. You know? Yeah. yeah. You know, I told you that last week and you, <laughs> that kind of stuff. Right. And yeah. so my thought was if you can kind of, like if I'm watching a show and I want to use watching the show and I think y'all are smart enough to know I'm talking about life too. Um, if you're watching a show and somebody asks you, like somebody pauses it and goes, wait, why is he mad at him? And in your head, you're just angry because they just said why he's mad at him 10 minutes ago. Plus mm. you've seen this already. And now you can't remember if you're going to spoil something because maybe you're not yeah. supposed to know why he's mad at him yet. Maybe that comes half an hour from now. And it's like, you're doing all this mental gymnastics, right? If you can get out of your own way and just go, well, that's just part of it. (laughs) That's just part of watching a show with this person. And I'm just going to enjoy that. Right. Yeah. As opposed to getting upset and angry and like, Oh, they're ruining my enjoyment of the show by asking me these questions. And, and then they get mad at me if I spoil something. And it's like, that's all part of the tapestry of watching a show with this person. So just enjoy the ride, you know? Yeah. And and that comes up in life a lot, if I didn't make that clear. <laughs> like my kids will ask me questions or bring something up and, or I'll say, you know, well, stop. Okay. Hold on. Pay attention right now. Cause something important is about to happen. Right. <laughs> and they'll just be like, whatever. Right. And then, yeah. and then the important thing will happen. And then they'll ask me about it later and they'll be like, why is he mad at him? And you're like, the part that I told you to pay attention to answered that question, right? Yeah. Same thing happens, whether it's school or relationships or life or whatever. I'm like, hey, mm-hmm. get this done now. You'll thank me later. And then they don't get it done. And then later comes, and I never get the, I wish I had listened to you because it turns out you were right. I should have done that. I never get that. Yeah. Well. But if I'm that's... wanting that and waiting for that, then I'm I'm missing the point. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Just let them experience it. Yeah. As as they experience it. You've already seen it. It's not going to get ruined for you. 
Like yeah. you're not actually going to talk over something that you and miss it because you've seen it before. I think what you just said is is really important. Just let them experience it how they're going to experience it. Mm-hmm. Be there for them when they have questions. Uh, answer their questions. Don't get frustrated that they're asking you a question that if they've been paying attention, they would already know the answer to. Just answer their question. <laughs> you know. We are no longer talking about The Last of Us. Right. <laughs> Correct. I mean, and that's how you deal with, like, when something comes up that maybe you didn't experience. Like, that's how... That, so if you think of parenthood as, okay, I've seen this movie, and I know how you should watch it in order to maximize your enjoyment of this movie. Mm-hmm. And so my job as a parent is to have experienced all of it so that now I'm prepared to tell you, here's how I did it and it worked. Here's how I did it and it didn't work. You should do this. If that's how you view parenthood, you're in for a bumpy ride. First of all, <laughs> we're all in for a bumpy ride. It's it's bumpy for all of us. But <laughs> um, if your expectation is that it's going to go smooth because you've been there before, you're, you're going to be yeah. surprised. Yeah. Um, so let them experience it how they experience it, answer their questions, <laughs> provide them guidance, and ease them into adulthood. There's no pausing. But what do we know? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> We're just better off, Dad. With Paul and Steve, trying to do the right thing when things are hard. And it shouldn't be this hard. 